don't be afraid. Lock the doors. Turn out the lights. And climb into bed. It's time for Hillbilly Dead Time Stories. The southeastern coast of the United States is filled with popular beach vacation spots. South Carolina has their fair share, with two of the most well-known resort towns in America being Myrtle Beach and Hilton Head. Hilton Head is a beautiful island crawling with tourists any time of the year. Hilton Head is not the only beautiful island in this area, though. In fact, property on a nearby island is highly sought after, but this was not always the case. The island has a pretty bloody history, and in this episode, you will learn about some of the dark history and a residential ghost of Dufusky Island. When 12-year-old Nick Beatty and his family moved to Dufusky Island, there was a lot to explore. Nick would often find himself drawn to an eerie cemetery. The stained old headstones fascinated him. He was particularly enthralled by one particular mausoleum. There were a couple of bricks missing, creating a black gaping hole. Nick could look into the hole and see the caskets in the underground crypt. There were multiple caskets, but one was curvy like the shape of a woman, and it was standing up and leaning against the wall. He often wondered why that coffin was leaning against the wall, but he never found out the answer. Soon after the move, Nick's father began to remodel the house. He would often take trips to the mainland by boat and bring back furniture and supplies. Oftentimes, the entire family would go except for Nick. Nick loved to stay home with one of the neighbors, Sal. Sal was from Italy and would soon be moving back because he inherited a castle in his homeland. Usually they would spend their time on the beach throwing a frisbee or playing catch. On one of these occasions, it was a little cold outside, so Nick and Sal decided to go inside and start a fire. Sal sat in a chair reading a newspaper while Nick sat on the floor playing solitaire. Nick noticed something out of the corner of his eye. And honestly, it was probably something that had been happening for several minutes. But sometimes, what the mind cannot accept as possible, the eyes often refuse to see. He was looking at a chair, slowly rocking back and forth. He sat looking in amazement, arm reached out, still holding a playing card. Sal was so absorbed in his newspaper that he never even realized it. At that time, the family arrived back home. Nick was excited because it was two weeks before Christmas and he knew that they would have several packages from the trip. It was after the holidays before Nick saw anything unusual again. Once again, he was in the house with Sal. Sal had fallen asleep in his favorite chair as Nick was reading. Nick could hear Sal's faint snoring with a slight whistle. 
It didn't disturb his reading because he was used to it. But then came a noise that he was not used to. The sound of the upstairs bedroom closing, followed by footsteps coming down the stairs. Nick leaned over and shook Sal until he awoke. He carefully placed his finger over his own lips as to indicate to Sal not to make a sound. He asked Sal if he could hear the footsteps. He said, yes, they're coming down the steps. Neither Sal nor Nick moved or made a sound. They knew how many steps there were, so they counted them down. Four steps to go. Now three steps. Two and one. If there was someone in the house, they would have to be in the room with them, but there was no one there. Nick looked at Sal and said, We both heard the footsteps. Sal agreed, but pointed out that it was not unusual for old houses to make noise. Nick quickly agreed and said, Noises, yes, but look at that chair. He pointed to the same chair that had been rocking on its own a few weeks earlier. It again was rocking on its own accord. As Sal walked towards the chair, it suddenly stopped, as if an invisible hand had grabbed it. A few weeks later, Nick began to tell his mother stories about shipwrecks on the island as well as a Native American massacre that took place on its shores. The early settlers had endured many Native American attacks, and early one morning, the settlers came out to the island and slaughtered several in retaliation. Nick's mom asked how he knew this, and Nick replied that his friend Arthur told him. She responded that they didn't know an Arthur, and asked that this was a friend from school. Nick told her no, that he was an old man with white hair and a beard. Of course, she was curious about where he visits the old man and was shocked to hear that Nick doesn't visit him. The old man comes to their house. He then said he was surprised that his mother hadn't seen him. He sits in the rocking chair in the living room, rocking back and forth. Nick's stories continued until the early spring. This caused Nick's mother to ask some locals about the history of their home. It was then that she found out that their home used to be the island's lighthouse. But even more importantly, the Defusky lighthouse keeper was Arthur Burns. Sometime after his retirement, he became sick and he was taken to the hospital on the mainland. Upon returning home, he vowed that he was going to stay in his house forever. to take on a vampire 
So hush, little baby, don't.